Welcome to the Gorgons and Gods podcast. With all the fun facts about myths from across the world, as always, I'm your host, Eric, and now it's time to dive into the land of the gods. Throughout this first season of the podcast, we will discuss everything about Greek myth, and in today's episode, we will discuss the fifth major Olympian god, the earth shaker, the ruler of the seas, Poseidon. Quick disclaimer before I begin. There are some references to sexual assault and rape in this episode. Of course, there is nothing graphic. Just don't leave this episode on for your 10-year-old. Poseidon, the great king of the sea, earth shaker, creator of horses, rider of the waves. Poseidon was hailed by many names throughout all ancient Greece and Rome. He was known for his trident and his great strength in the war against the Titans. Now, Poseidon, just like all his siblings, was the child of the Kronos, of the Titan Kronos and the Titan Rhea. He was swallowed, just like his siblings, by Kronos and lived undigested inside Kronos' stomach for many years. However, he was eventually freed by his brother, Zeus. Upon being freed, he and his siblings freed the Hecatonchires, the Cyclopes, and waged a great war against their parents, the Titans. In this war, Poseidon acquired his trident and destroyed many Titans and eventually acquired peace over the world and served right next to Zeus as one of the three major Olympian gods. Then there was the Genitomachy, in which he also fought bravely. During Typhon's reign and the attack on Olympus, Poseidon ran away to Egypt, just like many of the other gods. However, he returned soon. Something you have to understand, however, is Poseidon, unlike most modern connotations of Greek myth, was actually hailed as king of the gods by many ancient religions across Greece and Rome. He was actually seen seen as the king even above Zeus in power, especially in the Mycenaean pantheon. So, something you have to keep in mind about Greek mythology and mythology in general is that it was passed down for almost a hundred years by word of mouth, changing with each different culture that heard the story before it was finally written down. That is why there are such conflicting views. Poseidon was a major key figure in almost all ancient households. They prayed for him for good rain for their crop growth. They prayed for him for safe travel across the sea. They prayed even if you were far inland, far away from the sea, you prayed for Poseidon for protection against earthquakes. For it was said that when Poseidon wanted to, he would strike the ground with his trident and an earthquake would start and he could destroy the entire world at his whim. He was a powerful god and many fishermen and sailors feared his wrath and would not even speak his name sometimes, but they were so afraid of offending this great god. Now we move on to all the major myths concerning Poseidon. There are many, many, many myths which involve Poseidon and his actions in the entire world of Greek mythology. So I'm only going to cover a few. Let's start with his wedding. Poseidon, much like Zeus, had many love affairs outside of his marriage with mortals, nymphs, naiads, and whatnot. But eventually, he did settle down with his wife, Amphitrite. However, when Amphitrite was an oceanid, one of the daughters of the titan Oceanus, the original titan of the sea, before Poseidon and his brothers overthrew the titans. Now, she wanted to remain a virgin forever, so when she heard that Poseidon loved her, she ran away and stayed hidden. 
Poseidon sent sent his followers, the Delphins, which are basically just spirits of the water that are personified by dolphins, after her. One of the Delphins convinced Amphitrite to return with him and to marry Poseidon. The two of them got married in a great, amazing ceremony under the sea, with many gods and many deities coming to the wedding. The Dolphin, or Delphin, who originally saved, who originally brought Amphitrite back to marry Poseidon, officiated the wedding. Now, Poseidon and Amphitrite had one child together, the, their, do- their son, my, my apology, their son, Triton. Now, Triton is often confused with Poseidon because he carries a trident. However, Triton had two fishtails. He was basically like a double merman, which could actually be part of the, part of the origins for the original merman. Excuse me for this alarm. Now, Triton is a was seen as basically the messenger of the sea. He was basically Hermes, but for all the oceans and all the people of the sea. Now, another myth that involves Poseidon is when he tried is when he I shouldn't say tried is when he did force himself upon Demeter and had a child with her. There's more about that information on the Demeter episode. Suffice it to say, they had um some hanky panky as horses. I'll just put it that way. There are many, many other myths involving Poseidon. He fathered many, many children, including Theseus, and he was responsible for the Bull of Minos, also known as Asterius the Minotaur. You see, what occurred there was the king of the island of Crete was basically, he was a big jerk who was was saying, oh, I'm the king, but no one really liked him. So the king of Crete prayed to Poseidon saying, send me a sign that you are listening, and I will sacrifice a giant bull to you. So Poseidon sent him a huge bull, but he he promised to sacrifice his largest bull, and Poseidon had sent him a large bull. So he was supposed to sacrifice this to Poseidon, but this bull was so strong and so mighty that that the king of Crete decided not to sacrifice it to Poseidon. Poseidon grew angry and convinced Aphrodite to help him in his attack against the king. Aphrodite secretly corrupted the queen's mind so that she fell in love with the bull. And with the help of her handy craftsman, Daedalus, she created a bull suit and eventually managed to get it on with the bull. And they had a child. That became the monster Asterius, also known as the Minotaur. So that's just one example of Poseidon's great revenge against anyone. And that is eh, one of his mutant children right there. pretty pretty monstrous being. So Poseidon was known for many things, but possibly his most famous event was his fickle temper. He would destroy ships as easily as give them safe passage, and he would help people as often he was hurt them. Now, something about that you have to know about Poseidon is that before he took control of the sea, there are many sea gods before him and after him. His son Triton, the Oceanids, Oceanus, the Titan, and many, many others besides. So if you ever hear someone mention a different sea god in Greek mythology, they're not wrong. They're they're merely referencing someone who occurred before Poseidon's time. Now let's discuss a few more of Poseidon's children. I'm just going to give you a quick list of some of his craziest children. Now, Poseidon fathered many giants as children. He's famous for having a huge number of giant children. He has the most of any god fathering giant children. He also fathered three animal Morpheus creatures. 
he had an affair with Medusa. I had an entire episode already on Medusa, so you can go back to that and listen to that for more details about Poseidon's affair with Medusa. But suffice it to say, he had um, two children with her. As she was decapitated, she gave birth, and her two children were Pegasus, the flying wind steed, and Arion, the golden-armed man. I forget his name. I apologize. I believe it's Arion. Then Poseidon also had the golden flying ram, Chrysetus, which was later skinned and turned into the golden fleece. I'll have an entire episode on Jason and the golden fleece later. Then there was Aryan, A-R-Y-A-N, Aryana, I believe. My apologies for that mispronunciation. This was a horse that could both fly and speak. So, a very interesting creature. Poseidon had many other monstrous and interesting children, and the list goes on forever. Suffice it to say, if it's a monster and it exists, it's probably Poseidon's kid. If it's a demigod and it exists, it's probably Zeus's kid. One or the other. Two of them had many, many children. Poseidon also had an affair with Aphrodite at one point, but that is a hard-to-come-by myth, and some say that it is rewritten so much that it, it, it may not actually come from the original sources. Now we move on to one of the most important myths in which Poseidon face features. There is a long-standing rivalry between him and Athena, as many of you may know from the Percy Jackson stories, which are interesting. They take a large portion of Greek myth, but take it with a grain of salt on the Percy Jackson stories. Anyways, Poseidon's rivalry with Athena began when both of them were fighting over who could be the patron god of one city. There are conflicting accounts of which city it is, so I'm just going to call it City A. Now, Poseidon offered them a great gift. He struck the ground, and there are two different interpretations. One says that he struck the ground, and a giant spring of of bubbling water came forth. But it was salt water, so none of the villagers really wanted it. The other story is that he struck the ground, and horses came from the sea, and they pranced around and were basically the steeds for the villagers. Either way, in either interpretation of the story, Athena won the city when she created the olive tree, and the city made her the patron goddess. After that, Poseidon had a bit of a feud with Athena from then on. Poseidon was a fickle yet strong god. He was praised by thousands of people all across Greece, and especially in the Roman era. For in the Roman era, Rome relied heavily on trade and complete global monopoly over trade through the seas. Thus, Poseidon was one of the most prayed to, most respected, and most powerful of all the gods. Thank you for once again joining me in this week's episode of the Gorgons and Gods podcast. As always, I've been your host, Eric, here with everything on mythology. Please consider following and sharing with all your friends. If you have time, please stop over in the Apple Podcasts and leave a review on iTunes or Apple Podcasts. It really helps the channel grow and expand to see more people. Thank you so much for listening. If you enjoyed today's episode, then stick around. Because in next week's episode, we'll be discussing the sixth and final, oh, thank goodness, child of the Titan Kronos and the Titan Rhea, Zeus, king of the gods and father to so many children, I can't even list them all. This episode has been taking forever to make. So I hope you enjoy next week's episode.